With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Christmas. Peter Bell is in the studio, Executive General Manager of Football from the Fremantle Football Club. Thanks for coming in. No problems. Great to be here. Where are you at as a footy club for pre-season training? Who's back on track? I've had uh, a lot of players uh, down training um, through the break. This year, a little bit different. Last year, they were a captive audience, stuck in Western Australia like the rest of us. So uh, I think the general feeling was, well, we've got nothing else to do. We might as well train. This year, it's been great. The players have been able to explore the world and get out there and do what young people should be able to do if they're fortunate enough to be in that position. But uh, they've trained hard. There's been a lot to come through the club. Um, but officially, uh, Monday uh, is D-Day for the first two um, uh, four-year players and then the following Monday, the five-plus. But we've had a, a, a fairly strong um, contingent through already. Speaking to AFL coaches and, and similar positions of yourself held at other clubs, it is a real frustration of, of coaches with the lack of uh, access they get to players under the players' bargaining agreement and, and, the, and the way that is. Can players just rock up to the club and just train? Yep. yep. And they just wear civvies. They're not yep. sort of attached well, to they can wear. They can wear what they want. Um, if they want to wear the club kit. <laughs> <laughs> they wear club kit. Oh, well, they can if they want to, but they generally turn up in their, their civvies and the basketball singlets yeah, and the yeah, like yeah. That, all that sort of gear, <laughs> yeah. express themselves individually, <laughs> uh, which is great. It, it is a long time that the, the players get off. I mean, the, the senior players come back uh, December 5, I think it is. Right. Then we break for Christmas, mandated three-week break as well. So you're only back for two weeks, and then there's another three weeks. The flip side of that is they look after themselves really well. Um, the days of the old leave period, Scotty, you well, and we I might have let ourselves go just a little bit. Well, we, let, we were allowed eight weeks, weren't <laughs> we? We had an eight yeah. weeks holiday, and that was it, and, yep. that, and which was, in my case, probably the, a good thing. <laughs> but it, when you say that, the, the average punter on the street gets, you know, the four weeks. So yeah. I think they're, they're well looked after, the players. It is a tough year, has it, the grind of it. Um, and they do look after themselves now. So um, they, they turn up in pretty good nick. I was listening this morning to, to Kane and Sammy Edmund on Corn. SEN, uh, Corn on 11.16 SEN. And one vote rang up and said, can you believe it that uh, Jake Stringer's in the injured group at Essendon already? Oh, I know. That would have set Corn right off. He said, well, I'm not too sure exactly what his response was. Uh, well, about fitness. He may have had an off-season operation or whatever it is. Um, Nat Fife, where in the world is he at the moment? Uh, well, I, I'm not exactly sure uh, right now. Uh, last I heard, he, he was doing a pretty uh, intensive training block in the States. So Hendrick Brasher was there with him? Yeah, yeah. I think they might have done some training together, plus played a bit of golf and whatever else um, young people do in the in the US at the moment. But uh, Nat, as we all know, does love to go to some far-flung dust destinations, so... <laughs> Doing his own thing. We we said we said you may have said, and I think I might have supported you. We think it was a handover, don't we? The captaincy handover. 
hands on the tee. If you put this one, if you outdrive me and down the middle, you're the captain. All right. Well, from a golf perspective, and Fifey won't mind me saying this, I think Andy's got that covered. Is he bad at something? Well, I wouldn't say he's bad at it, but I think Andy's pretty handy. I think Brayshaw will spend a lot of time on the golf course. What is the situation with the captaincy, may we ask? Well, yeah, that'll be something that we'll we'll look at with Nathan. We think that... Uh, he's got a lot of good footy in front of him, and his and his body's great. Um, he, he needed a rest, but um, look, that, that's something that uh, we'll, we'll talk with Nathan about, and um, and we'll decide with him what um, what uh, he he thinks best, we thinks best. Um, uh, we've got to have those conversations. Uh, there's the whole preseason to go through that. Uh, King goals, Valley. That's going to be uh, crucial, yep. and uh, probably something that I reckon was the only thing last year that. That could have been improved midfield, yeah. sensational, backward, yeah. sensational. Um, there's one player that we we keep talking about and we keep having a crack at him is Josh Tracy. Where is he at? Is he, has he started training? And yep. is this the year where he goes, okay, I'll get it because I need to work harder? Because all reports are he hasn't got that yet. Um, last year, he he did work hard in the in the in the leave period, and then he he had a little bit of the groin stuff that young players can can get. So he missed a massive chunk of the the preseason, and then you're sort of chasing your tail a little bit when you haven't done the the preseason, particularly as a young player. You haven't had that bank of seven or eight preseasons yeah. in a row. So he, he was uh, chasing his tail a little bit, and, and it impacted his performance during the year. We believe um, he, he's done the work again. He's a really important player for us, so we're hoping that he can get some Could real be. continuity over the preseason. Uh, that'll set him up for a big year. Um, he's still a very young man. I think he's you know twenty twenty one years of age, so he, he's got time, but. He He's, he's a young man in a hurry, like most of them, and, and he's an important player given some of the departures we've had from the from the club. What about Luke Jackson? Am I the only person that thinks he can play, could be a sensational forward? I know he doesn't even think so himself. I know he wants to be up the ground and that sort of thing, but I, I see him as a real answer. I reckon he could be a forward. It is interesting. We'll definitely True play him. We'll, we'll definitely play him um, a, a large proportion forward. Clearly, he's going to do some ruck work as yeah. well and, and, and maybe even some midfield, uh, uh, which, we've, which we spoke about, but he'll spend a lot of time forward. Uh, it is interesting, statistically, he, he does uh, win one-on-ones a lot as a forward um, for a few different reasons, and look, far be it from me to to, to, to criticise Melbourne and the way that they play, given the success they've had. They do play, when they go inside 50, quite a, a narrow sort of um, entry, that they'll go narrow to the pockets a lot, and Luke did find himself as that tall on the other side of um, the 50, if you like, so he didn't get used maybe as much as other clubs might look to use their key forward, so we'll try and give him a lot of one-on-ones, and yeah, we think he can mark it and, and kick some goals. What do you hope to get out of the draft? Because you you, you don't you're not involved early. You've obviously you've had to get Jackson in. O'Meara's a great pickup. I think Corbett's going to be fantastic as well. Where do you sit in regards to what you're thinking? And really, are you just going to sit there and let it play out in front of you? And then what's available, you take. Yeah, have to at, at pick thirty. Um, it, <laughs> people want to play around and work out which players are going to be available after you know twenty nine other clubs have had a selection. That they'd be doing well to narrow it down. <laughs> uh, the, the cliche, and, and it is an appropriate cliche. You say best available. Of course, that's what you're going to be doing um, for the most part in the draft. That's what almost every selection is. But uh, with a few further back, we would like uh, David Walls and his team have done a great job with this. We've identified some taller players, um, whether that be, you know, it might be key defenders or um, might be some some young developing rucks, perhaps, that we're interested in. We don't know if they're going to be available, um, but they're, they're the 
types of players we might look at. In regards to Rux, I'm interested by this. Of course, there's, there's the, the, the you gen- have a young developing one. Yeah, because I'm concerned that now Meek's gone, you don't have a ready-made, and stand corrected, Tracy could probably do a bit of rucking, but that's not really a shtick. But yep. when you don't have, if Jackson and Darcy, and dare I say it, one goes down, are your Rux socks a bit thin? Yeah, probably. So we, we, we might look to um, – I mean, it's interesting you bring up uh, Tracy. There, there'd be the ability for him to do some forward 50 ruck work. Uh, there's one or two others that we, we might look at. Um, the other thing that we are um, looking at is is keeping a list spot open, Goss. Um, so maybe trialling some players, okay. train on over the, over the pre-season, and maybe there's a more established ruck or two who might get an opportunity to come down and, and just see how they slot into a program. Uh, and we're talking about a more mature player there. Now, I'm not saying that's definitely going to happen, but that's something that we're open to as well. Bally, I reckon last year was, uh, I know you, uh, Fremantle made a grand final before, uh, but I reckon last year was the best footy Fremantle's ever played. It was exciting to watch as well. Um, as I said, back half, this is rock solid, midfield exciting. It, it seems to be in a, in great in a great spot right now. What did so many people want out? I think that uh, you know individ- individual circumstances there, Scotty. Um, Cash. Look, I, I think. Well, uh, I mean, it's part of it. I, I, I would assume yeah. as well. Um, in, interestingly, I think with, we can take Darcy Tucker out of the situation. I think that uh, with Darcy, um, he had he had committed a lot over his time. It wasn't really working for Darcy, and we tried him in a few different areas, wing, inside, half back, and he just wasn't getting the momentum and uh, things going in his career. And so we had a, we had a great, well, it was a difficult conversation, but a great conversation with him where we both agreed, you know what, I, th- I think it's the best thing for you to try uh, to get a fresh start, start again. Um, and plus he had a, a family pull. His partner had, had uh, received a gig back in, in Melbourne as well. So it just made sense. So um, absolutely f- fine with that one. Um, you know, Griff was a, was a difficult one to lose. He, he's very much a part of our, what we thought was our best um, 23. Um, clearly he saw more himself as a defender than and we see we saw him as that um for the right matchups as well but with Alex and Brennan going um consistently we were finding it hard to get that mix so um North Melbourne put a, an attractive offer in front of Griff and, and maybe the the promise of and the lure of playing more in defense um uh, was able to um, oh, well, secure him. There. He'll be busy there. Yep. <laughs> and um, and look, Lobby, Lobby, there'd been a bit of noise around Lobby for yeah, a while yeah, there, yeah, so yeah. there was yeah. no surprises that he, he wanted to go. That's well. exhausting, Lobby. The, the interesting thing, um, which which all all and and which all the players acknowledged, um, you know, they they will be difficult to replace in some sense because they all had career best years last year. So that that was a bit strange that after career best years, you decide you want to go somewhere mm. else. Uh, a question, a couple of questions uh, on the text. One is, um, when does Josh Carr come back to the club? <laughs> I'm still waiting. Because <laughs> he comes and goes more yeah, than anyone yeah, I know yeah, as a well, player and as a coach. Well, like, uh, well, uh, I think uh, yours truly would be rivaling him for yeah, back and forth from from the club. So, um, uh, look, it, it's a good opportunity for Josh. Um, his his uh, partner is from South Australia. Obviously, they got uh, the the young children there and support network and everything else. And um, and clearly, he's he's got a connection to Port Adelaide as well. Did you handle the Trent Cooper departure and the replacement? Uh, that part of your, part of it, yeah. part of it. Yeah. So where are you at in regards to a women's coach? Yeah, we'd like to um, uh, cast the net over the next couple of weeks and identify a shortlist, and and we'd like to get that going before Christmas. We don't. Interesting you, that you don't go with forward with a coach, but you don't have a replacement. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, straight away. Yeah. Uh, really? You think? 
Yeah. You do, so I would say most time. Well, I stand. Most people have something sorted. When, you've got yeah, something. And, you've got a replacement on the, in the wings. Going okay. You know, look. Yeah, we've, got to, yeah. we've got to free I'll up just, the spot first. Some might find that um, unusual, but uh, yeah, we, we we did it a different way. We we wanted to review the season. Uh, within that review, we made the decision that the, the Trent wasn't the man moving forward. Um, and then yeah, it was about now getting the best available, and we'll cast the net wide and see what we can come up with. Now your name was mentioned, and, and the mail is very oh. strong that Simon Lloyd is going from Geelong to North Melbourne. Melbourne as the CEO. Now, your name was mentioned. Now, have you... Tough questions this morning. Let's come in and have a chat about the draft, and now we're... Nah. <laughs> yeah, so we. Have you been to Singapore for a leadership course yes, recently? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why did yeah. you go there for the leadership? Course? <laughs> what, what, why did I go to Singapore for the leadership? Because course. that's where the leadership course was held. <laughs> what did you get out of it? Uh, ask quite a bit, actually. Um, number one, I got to mix with some really diverse people that I. I, I would it would barely ever mix with, and that, that was something I was looking for to learn about their leadership experiences. We're talking about people um, involved at, at pretty senior positions through, you know, in Europe, through the Middle East, through Singapore, Hong Kong, um, mm. a few other Australians as well. So looking for the diversity and and just some formal leadership um, education. Uh, in in football, you have a really firm idea of. Um, leadership and, and how it applies in a football sense, but that's different from how other big, like really big businesses um, operate their leadership. So sort of trying to learn off each other. Uh, a couple more. Sam Naismith, who we spoke to, of course, uh, Sydney Swans, three knee recons, 30 games in 10 years, got issues, but he's keen to get back into a system, was a grand final player, Bulldogs, Sydney Swans. Had uh, Would he be, and he's keen to get to WA, his partner's yeah. West Australian. Yeah. Is yeah, he got, on your sort of train on? Yeah, got a, got a lot of talent, obviously. Yeah. And I, I think it's a risk. I think obviously. clubs want to see him just have a bit of continuity yeah. uh, with all the injuries that he's had. His talent's undeniable. Can so, you get him to peel? Does that sort of help you? <laughs> um, look, look that'd be a um, that'd be a question for Peel. Matty Rosa can handle field that one, of course. <laughs> but um, look, the, look, Without committing to Sam, these are all the options that potentially we might look at um, uh, in that in that ruck space. But um, I think everyone would like to see him play a bit of footy. What is the plan in the draft, mate? Uh, what can you tell us? Yep. I, mean, I mean, most clubs know. You've got an idea of the clubs in front of you, who they're going to pick, aren't yep. you? So we'd have – we'd have look, we've got to go through – I've actually got a, a meeting with Wolsey um, later this morning to go – they've been away – Bunkered away, coming up with a final sort of order. So there'd be, there'd be. Also, um, be the sort of bloke that says, "Hey, Valley, um, I need to take my team, and we need maybe a retreat, maybe down Portsy, oh, Sorrento well, way." And they, they went to a. They went. One, the one of the teams got a farm somewhere, so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. that uh, yeah, there was a bit of work done, and maybe a bit of socialising yeah. as well, yeah. mixing it up. You'll get uh, voices for Firewood <laughs> and uh, Dan Murphy. <laughs> we'd have three or four. Uh, we'd have three or four that we'd be thinking would be available at that first pick thirty. Um, hoping that um, you know at least one or two of them might be there, and then further back, uh, we might look to sort of address some of those um, needs that we spoke about earlier. But again, that's out of our hands. Peter, this is more a statement than a question. Peter, mm, well, very formal. Serious now. I've been challenged on the text from yeah, Pete from Vic Park. I like it. Tell Belly what you think. <laughs> And I said, I think the window of winning a premiership right now is you're in it. They have yeah. no doubt Fremantle is in it, and I've said that all along. But I reckon there's eight teams trying to get through that window at the same time, and that's yep. why I reckon it's a really tough time to win a flag, and your squad has been designed to, to win that in the next couple of years. West Coast are way down the train. I believe West Coast, if you don't get through that window in the next couple of years, West Coast could 
Well, that's that's the cycle of footy. Yeah, for sure. So, look, we we, we think we're, we're building. We think we've got an opportunity. They are really hard to win, and a lot of a lot's got to go right for you. Mm, yeah. uh, look, we, we clearly we haven't won one, but we we feel like we've got a really good nucleus of young players. that got to going to take us a long way. Uh, that doesn't guarantee us anything. We've got to get to work. We've got to uh, win games. We've got to get a bit of luck go our way as well. But we want to be up there for a sustained period of time. And like you say, Goss, if 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 we're able to win one or we aren't, we've got to make smart decisions to make sure that we just don't fall off a cliff. We don't want to be back there again like we were at the end of, you know, the start of 16 and, and around that time. And that means you're probably going to have to make really tough decisions um, to make sure that you're regenerating as you go along. And there's been good examples of clubs that have been able to do that. What's the hardest thing about your role, Billy? Delisting players and letting staff go. Uh, COVID compliance just, was difficult as well. Even it didn't said, take long to think about that. Did it was, I? No, it was, it was no, even said it in a nice way too. Uh, <clears throat> delisting players and letting staff go, so sacking people. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what you're doing. It is. It is, and you have to do it every. You have yeah, to do well, it every year. Well, every year. Now I've got your attention. I want to play this. I want to play this. This popped up on my socials. I don't know when this happened. Did this happen recently? Or is this ten years old? Ten years ago. This is Vontae Davis when he walked ten into a meeting. <laughs> but but this is. No, you still get cancelled. But have a listen to this. This is Vontae Davis who was. playing Playing with the Dolphins, I think, yeah. at the time. He, him sitting down. Have a listen to where they, they say, what's the first thing you want to do? He talks about his grandmother. Have a listen. Okay, so the, the rumor's true, okay? Uh, we just traded you, okay? We traded you to the Indianapolis Colts, all right? So, um, you okay? No, I'm going to call my grandmother. You're going to call your grandmother? Okay, this hasn't, this hasn't hit the papers or anything like that. Okay, well, why don't we just do, why don't we do a little business first, okay? Before you call grandma, okay? There's a little bit of urgency because you got a storm coming. They probably want to get you on a plane here pretty quickly. Okay. Okay? Now listen, you know, Monte, you kind of up and down, you know? We, we, you know, we got to get it to where it's just a little small wave where the consistency level is is more consistent. And uh, before you become a great, which I think you have the ability to be, you got to you got these waves got to be a lot smaller. Okay, and that's what that's what. So that's Vontae Davis being told ten years what, ago was what, yesterday. What that, about the fact that they go? I um, we've just tried you. <laughs> And this is where you're going. Is that how straightforward the media can be? Uh, at, at times, most most of the time, it shouldn't be a surprise to the player. So that it's not yeah. just completely hits them from nowhere. They've they've got a fair idea what's coming, and there's conversations with uh, their managers along the way. So the, the days of a, the player being completely blindsided, in my experience, are mm. gone. Um, but it doesn't make it any. They know it's coming. But when you say the words, you can see it here. Yeah. And they know it's coming. It's, it's an extraordinary you know, you, thing. You've always yeah. got that 10% in the back. I hope yeah, it's Maybe, maybe I've got it wrong. Yeah. Maybe there's been a late backflip yeah, yeah. or something like that. Going but, to their locker after would be, that would be yeah, hard. Yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah, sometimes players yeah. don't want to do that and they'll just want to leave straight away, which we understand. And then we have people, you know, pack up their locker for them and, and look after them. Yeah. That's, that's tough going. That is it the is. downside. Is. Is job. Uh, last one, are you pleased that Ross Lyons back in the fray? I think it's great that he's got an opportunity. So I think the footy world is really looking uh, on with interest. Um, he's got a bit of the, the band, the St Kilda band back together. Um, so, um, you know, it was tough on Brett Ratton, wasn't it? But I see he got a gig yesterday as well, mm. which is mm. great. Um, but I think particularly Fremantle people will also be watching on with interest. How, I think how J-Lo goes. been watching on with interest. Yeah. 
at, at St Kilda. I wonder whether Ross wants to come back here eventually. <laughs> he's done it before. <laughs> I think I think Jay Hill's pretty secure. I, he's, he's super, and I'm I'm so looking forward to seeing what J Lo and, and Fremantle can do over the next couple of years. And I think Fremantle fans are as well. Billy, we appreciate you coming in. I know. So so, do you get a break? Uh, I've well had the week studying, you know. With uh, Chris, Christmas is my time to take a little bit of a break. Uh, I'll, no, good, good three weeks, oh, maybe, wow. maybe a little bit longer. So, oh, what are you? Yeah, your phone will still <laughs> don't, cry, phone. don't cry for me. I'll go, I, I, I go all right. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, it's all right. Your phone will still be on. Yeah, yeah. always on, always on. At what stage when the phone? What time of day or night? <laughs> yeah. Generally night. Yeah. When the phone rings, is it? Any, oh, anything after on, 9 p.m. Anything after 9? Yeah, 9 p.m. There's a palpitation. That's early. And if you're asking the senior coach any call that I make on a Sunday morning before yeah, 9 a.m. Sunday is a bad call. That's <laughs> a bad call. Before 9 a.m. on a Sunday and probably after 9 p.m. Do you know what, you know what I do? I always I text him beforehand if I'm going to ring him and it's a not bad news and say, I'm going to ring you in a minute. Don't be alarmed. It's just it's just an administrative <laughs> or operational thing, just to let him let him relax. Very good by you. Guys. Thanks for coming no in. Worries, Peter Bell joining Bally. us, of course, uh, from the Fremantle Football Club, Executive General Manager of Football. We appreciate him coming in. Just quickly before we go to the news, breaking news. Might have declared this in Tim Gossip too. Martin Guptill, who's uh, stepped away from his New Zealand cricket contract, has joined the Melbourne Renegades for the Big Bash. Yeah. But that means Faf Plessis looks like he might be coming to the Scorchers. So probably. Yeah. So we'll go with that anyway. Uh, we're running late for news, but we uh, only get one little well, moment. Anyway, to chance get... for Belly. Yeah, Belly, and we appreciate his uh, honesty and frankness right there. Executive General Manager of Football, and thanks for your questions, and thanks for Belly for coming in. It's two past seven.